I'm the underdog with the heroic card. I'm Eric Jones Jr. I have to keep pushing for my kids. If I give up, what's that leave them with? Nothing. I have to understand that it's bigger than me. That it's not about me when I wake up and go to work. It's not about me when I'm reading and educate myself. It's not about me when I'm practicing my speeches. It's not about me. It's about my family. Hey, 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 you're now tuned in to Underdog Talk. I'm your host, Eric Jones Jr., the underdog with the heroic heart, and I have conversations with successful underdogs. And today we have Mr. Lucas K. Can you tell them how you uh, pronunciate your last name? Yeah, it's pronounced Henneke. Appreciate it. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you, man? I'm I'm here. I'm 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 a little tired. I ain't gonna lie. It's been a busy week, but I'm here. Um, how's the weather there? Is it is it cold? Um, so I'm in I'm in southern Wisconsin, uh, just south of Madison. And typically, this time in January, it would be cold. There'd be snow. Right? We'd be talking about like you know getting close to negative temperatures or in negative temperatures. But it was a high of 44 today. Mm. It really it felt like spring. It felt like April, which and the sun was out. So super nice, but it feels kind of strange because it's not too cold. Yeah, that's kind of here in um, Indianapolis. Like it's it's been warm. We had the week before Christmas. It was really bad. And ever since we haven't had any snow, it hasn't been super cold. And I know people are like 40 is warm. If you grow up or grew up in the cold area, 40 is warm in the winter. Like you almost might want to wear a jacket like it's that warm. Like people don't understand. And my sister, she lives in California, and she came home for Thanksgiving. She's like, the fact that I got to warm up my car before I can get in makes me mad. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> you remember how it is here. So definitely got the same weather here. So before we get into today's conversation, uh, this episode is brought to you by Christian DeWine. That's me and my son's clothing line. We have T-shirts, hoodies, sweatshirts. If you use the promo code Underdog Talk, and Underdog is spelled U-N-D-E-R-D-A-W-G. Talk, you get 15% off at ChristianDewan.com. So Lucas is on this show because he was recommended um by Miss, I can't think of her last name, her first name is Sheila. And they have a different kind of training than most people know about. The training that uh what is it called when you spend the uh the it's the vestibular system. Vestibular system where yeah. she episode a few episodes ago i mean on the podcast a few episodes ago and she was talking about that and i remember i seen the machine and i'm i watched the video and i was like okay i don't know and then she broke it down so what do you have behind you and what does it do oh i love it okay yeah but now you got me interested in talking about sheila Thielen, and uh yeah we geek out a little together on the vestibular and some people refer to it as the inner ear as well. Um, it's part of your balance system and very involved in the brain. So this thing um, is super fun. Sheila came down to my facility here and we spun on her device and then we got in here. We call this the Maverick. All right, so this, and, and I'll tell you a little bit about this. It's my baby. Um, I've been kind of working on this. Uh, it started a probably eight years ago when I was first introduced to the shape. Uh, the shape specifically in geometry is called an icosahedron. Uh, there's 20 triangles that make up the spherical shape. And there's a couple different reasons um, 
you know, as to why I fell in love with it. I, I love the idea that it's a super strong structure, you know, spherical structure. Um, I, when I first saw the shape, I wanted to get in it and explore, you know, just what it felt like and, and all these different things I could potentially do with it. Um, I'll stay in for one second and talk a little bit about the shape also has some really cool connections with our bodies and anatomy, our physiology. Um, it's also in different cellular structures. But if I stand in here in anatomy, we break down the body in different parts. And so we have a transverse plane of motion, which this pole right here and the one behind it, if you connected it and made like a plate out of it or a, a, a disc, that'd be the transverse plane of motion. Usually it's rotational kind of motion. The pole here to my right and to my left, the vertical poles, all right? If, if we imagine it going this way like a wall and cutting me in half, right? This motion, this plane of motion, right, it's called the frontal plane, right? So if I'm doing like snowboarding, right? I'm shuffling laterally, basketball, that kind of stuff. And then the pole above me going this way and imaginary pole between my legs, all right? This cut me from left to right. That's called the sagittal plane. And that plane represents motion like running, moving forward and backward, right? a lot of linear motion that way. So this shape then connects all these uh, planes of motion together, right? So it is an incredible representation of how our bodies can move in space. And so we use, uh, the product has a lot of different uses. Um, we named it the Maverick because of the definition of the ma of maverick uh, goes against uncommon standards, right? It goes like outside the norm. Uh, it has a rebel mentality, right? So you can kind of make it your own and do a lot of different things. But the the shape and the lines actually help your body, help direct your body, um, and help cue you on movement. So that's a little bit of intro to it. And I started. Uh, I first developed my prototype in my garage. And building this thing out of just some cheap metal and got inside of it, like head in my backyard for a while. <clears throat> I'm just messing around with it. It's all just for myself, my own personal growth. Uh, and then that just led to, hey, I, I'm going to put this in my gym. And then so I did that. Uh, and then that grew into, hey, I want to be able to attach bands to this thing. All right. So you can attach bands literally anywhere on this device. Right, and so, and then I want to be able to climb on it, right? And so what happened was I got a friend of mine involved, uh, who's a industrial designer, and we started creating this thing. And then, long story short, had it manufactured and had multiple prototypes to to get us to where we are today. Um, so it does all the things that I dreamt of, um, and more. We, you know, I've been working with this personally for a very long time. We just brought it to the public um, about a year ago. We're still really fresh with like letting people know that this thing exists. And to this day, I still think of something new or I have a new experience with it in the gym. Just spending more time with it. Like, oh, we could attach this to it. We could attach that to it. Uh, this green one over here, we typically use with reaction lights. Um, we've got a really great friendship with the Fitlight company. And so we do 360 
reaction light athletic kind of stuff in there, kind of gamify movement um, and incorporate a lot of neurology. And I can bore you with some neurology later. I know. I, lo I love it. Um, who is it for? Who can do it? And how does it benefit someone that does it? Yeah, great question. Um, and so I'll be totally honest with you is, is we've spent a lot of time trying to figure out how to answer that question. Uh, because Sheila and I both agree from the a sense of who could benefit from this. Well, humans could, right? Uh, anybody with a brain and a body, right? Um, so there's different classifications. Uh, first off, one category is mental health, right? And in the sense of, of climbing, okay? And one of the things I first do with people, if they've, um, they're just getting introduced to the Maverick, is I'll say, hop in, climb around, right? Just climb around. And, you know, if they're little kids, I don't have to tell them. They <laughs> run over here and they're climbing, right? And, and they just love it. Most adults, I have to suggest the idea, right? And some people get in here and just very cautiously kind of look around and, and climb a little. And then other people will be like, okay, this is, oh, this is cool. You know, I can do this and do this and whatever. And then it starts to right away get them connected with their body. It brings out an expression of play, brings out a little bit of childlike behavior. So good. Now we're connecting with, with you and your body. There's a lot of mental health benefits to incorporating climbing into your daily life. So not only for kids, but also for adults, for the climbing benefits um, and the mental health benefits. So that's first off. Um, secondly, um, athletes that need to be aware of their three-dimensional, what we call their kinesphere. Kinesphere is your understanding of the space around you, right? So I work with a lot of hockey athletes, and in hockey, they're constantly uh, shoulder-checking the call, looking over the shoulder, turning around, making a play, right? They have to have their head kind of on a swivel, looking around at all times. So getting an athlete in here and having them turn and reach for things and push and pull in different directions and move and react and look for things, see things, gets their vestibular system involved because they're moving their head a lot. When we train this kind of way, it helps them become more athletic, more balanced, more reactive when they're in their sport that requires them to be very three-dimensional in a 360-degree way. So it has that athletic edge. And then lastly, there's a category of neurology that it really benefits. Um, you can't really see on the camera, but inside here, uh, there is all the little pads or the vertices where the planes of motion come together. Mm -hmm. We have magnetic letters and numbers. So we move these around in here. So regardless of what you're doing in here, your eyes are going to be focused on a target, right? So in neurology, oftentimes, whether we're doing concussion rehab, uh, we're, we're working with some sort of chronic pain issue or neurodegenerative issue, where we're working on the visual system, we can incorporate a lot of eye movement in here. Now, a lot of people don't understand that unless you're in neuro rehab, you know, in that world. But I do think most people are familiar with 
um, the idea of the eyes are somehow related to concussions or related to brain activity. Uh, because most people have seen uh, somebody get their pupils checked, like maybe they've gotten a concussion, right? So our eyes are very much related to our brain and our, uh, our cognitive health. So we get in here and <clears throat> I can have people look at the different visual targets as they're doing an activity. I can have them maintain their eyes on a visual target as they do an activity. Because in rehab and in sports, we need to have good eye movement, quick eye movement. We need to be able to find targets. We need to be able to react to targets. We also need to be able to keep our eyes on a target when we have body motion and movement. So all those different aspects. So there's a lot of neuro in, I have a big background in neurology. Um, I get really excited about neurology. It's like the software program of our bodies. And one of the things that my buddy Grayson and I geeked out about with developing this thing was neuro is difficult. It's confusing. It's complicated. A lot of people don't understand it. And if you get in here and you start using the product, even just a little bit, you're going to be doing a lot of neurology without even knowing it. And in a lot of ways, it makes applying neurology concepts so much easier. Whether you like have a little bit of an idea of neurology or you're very high level um, <clears throat> neurospecialist. So we, we get kind of excited about it for that. I, I love it. I, I, I love listening and learning about it um, because I'm sitting there as you're doing it. I'm like, oh, that I definitely thought of basketball with the shuffling of the feet. And then, like you said, like it could be for a boxer, really, like to be able to look and, and just know what's around you and stuff like that. So that's very helpful. And it seemed like when you look at it, you're like, OK, what the heck is that? And then as you're going in and you're climbing and you're doing all that, it's like, oh, OK, it's not that bad. It looks it's not as bad as you think it is. And like you said, it's stuff we don't know about or people don't think about neurology and just you getting in there and now you're doing it. And I was like, oh, and then you explaining it. It's like, oh, it makes sense of how it can help. you. So when you first built this, was it something you were just doing for, you know, like, oh, I'm just going to build something or was the goal in mind to be something that can help people all over the world? So it, it started with me. Um, honestly, I'll, I'll say that selfishly that I, I first cared about me. Um, and cause I thought I've always been interested in gadgets and, you know, gizmos and different products just to see what's out there. Um, because it's interesting. It keeps me interested in, in movement practice, you know? And one of my, one of my great mentors, uh, Dr. Eric Cobb, said one time that your movement practice should keep you interested in your movement practice. Like that's pretty insightful. If you think about it, um, that we want, if the goal is to continue moving throughout life, we should continue to do things that are interesting. Right? So I first built it for me cause I wanted to understand it. And you know, we, we talk about these planes of motion, like I mentioned, like this transverse plane and this frontal plane and sagittal plane. And I go like, but humans don't really always move that way. Like we don't move like in a really linear way. At least the great athletes don't. 
you watch great basketball players, like they're moving like water, you know, they're really fluid and they're curving and arcing and rotating and twisting. And all right. So a lot of my early training in uh, personal training and fitness and sports performance was built a little bit more around linear motion, right? Like you, you pick this weight up and you put it down and you, you keep your spine really straight and you move the weight this way and this way and lift and and I was really strong in the weight room. I love the weight room. I still do. Um, but I kind of questioned, like, we do all this stuff in the weight room, all this linear development stuff. And then sometimes we wonder why the, the people that are great in the weight room aren't the best athletes on the field, right, or the court. And, and we wonder why that great basketball player, great hockey player, is not very strong in the weight room. Like his bench press sucks and, oh, he can't do a pull-up very well. And, oh, she can't squat, you know? I go, okay, well, maybe because athletic movement and development of the human body is way more complex than just lifting a weight in a linear fashion, right? So all of those types of things, I, I wanted to just learn myself, right? I wanted to learn, okay, can I move along this pathway, all right? And could I move my, my body along this plane of motion? And could I move this direction and also move in another direction at the same time, all right? So could I use these reference points to guide my body in new ways? And I found it really cool. I had, I had a lot of great experiences in my backyard with this thing. And this was early stages of um, I, the one I developed. I couldn't attach bands to it. It wasn't strong enough. I couldn't climb on it. It wasn't strong enough. But just using the reference points to learn more about my body, I found weaknesses. And I found like, oh, I can't really reach this way as I squat down and those different things. And I related that to sports. Okay, that might be why I struggle, you know, in basketball, but I'm really good at a different sport that doesn't require this awkward type of motion, right? <clears throat> so I had to spend the time with it myself, right? I had to learn it and appreciate it and understand it. And then, and then it evolved and it wasn't until probably 2019, 18, 19, um, where I started to have the thoughts of this could be bigger, All right? This has started to impact my life a lot. Um, I had developed a lot of experiences with clients using it, and I started, it started to have really awesome effects on them. And I kind of went, hey, I think a lot of people in the world could benefit from this. Like, I think this is a really cool product, and <clears throat> I want to share that. You know, I want other people to have this experience. Um, so that's where it grew, and it was right about, right about 2019-ish. Um, where we started going to the drawing board with how do we get this out to the world? You know, what are these steps we take? You know, I'm just a, uh, while I have my own business and understand some business things, uh, I'm really good one-on-one -on -one with people and talking with people in groups and teaching, uh, but to develop a product and all that, that's new territory. Like, I don't know what I'm doing here, you know? So <clears throat> want to get it out to the world. I want to help educate people on, Maybe moving a little bit different, you know, maybe exercise could look a little bit different. 
Um, now, on the other hand, this is a lot of fun, right? My buddy and I was talking about like play, fun. Like there's so much different fun things you can do with this thing. And, and for some people that can be enough, you know, just to get it out there. I, I love that because I'm that person. I I never went to the gym. I wasn't working out. I'm I'm skinny. I'm 140 on a good day. I'm not. <laughs> but when it comes to lateral movement and stuff like that, I can do it. And it's I, I never really understood it. Like, but now where as you were talking, I was like, I was doing certain stuff like as a kid where my body was moving or practicing um certain shots or move like you know, certain stuff like that. And just thinking of certain NBA players and you see them train and they do stuff like that. And it's like, oh, that makes sense of why these players are elite because they can, you know, get to the hole a different way than somebody that's just a straight up shooter. So, you know, so it it makes sense. And then what you were saying about the movement, this isn't just about uh, like health. It's like anything in movement. If you have a business, you have to have movement. If you want to write a book or whatever it is you got to have movement if you want it to happen because if you don't have that movement it's not gonna happen it's like people yeah. it can, i'm a skinny person right i'm one of the laziest skinny people it's because i don't do a lot of the right movement but i'm understanding hey 40s pushing brother it's, it's, you gotta <laughs> do something like i know i don't look 40 but 40s up the street and it's like i gotta do movement i gotta stretch more i gotta do certain things and just the, that yeah. machine watching that I'm like, man, I might need to go and visit because I have like neck problems and reaching and doing that. Like I could do it, but it hurts sometimes. And that like, that looks fun. Like it brings the little kid. Like I'm like, I see that. I'm like, I'm yeah. gonna there. If I seen that like at somewhere where kids was at, I might push my son. Hey, move out the way. Let me get on here. Let me get on here first to make sure it's okay for you. You know, one of those parent tricks. Right. I understand what you're saying. Sometimes you gotta bring out the little kid in people. And then they'll remember stuff because like for me, I always say, remember like who you wanted to be when you were a kid. Like, you know, if we watch the Karate Kid, right? Everybody yeah. wanted to be the Karate Kid. We watched the movie for hours. We did all the moves. That's who we wanted to be. Now as adults, we want to be something, but we don't want to put in the hours. We don't want to put in the work. Yeah. But remember as a kid, that's what you did. And you became the Karate Kid if it's just for a week or it's just for however long you were the Karate Kid because you did it. And that's where that movement and motion comes in. So I love that. So yeah, you built that for you. You like, oh, okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. You're like, oh, okay. Other people can use it. I don't know what the heck I'm doing. I'm like you. I wish I could just hit record, go home, somebody else edit, do all that stuff. I go on stage, speak, go home. I wish I could do that, but you can't in business. One so, day, maybe. Yeah. So you got the <laughs> you got the product. You know how to, you know, run your business, but now this is something new. Yeah. Were there moments where you're like, man, I'm going to just leave this to myself. Uh, we don't need to push it out. Or or if those moments did happen, like what continued to push you to like, all right, we're going to keep doing it. Because I know, like you said, you had a whole different project in your garage. I'm sure that took some time to get it to perfection. And then you had to get that put to perfection. So how did that process go? And like with the hardships, what did you do? Yeah. Yeah. Good question. And this, there's still hardships that come up all the time. And, uh, and I expect that may never stop, right? There'll be different hardships. Um, but absolutely. There's been times where, 
Um, I, I think it's kind of obvious that everybody had everybody's world changed through the COVID situation, right? Um, part of the reason that we were able to put some energy towards this through the COVID situation was because of the effects of it. Um, you know, my business took a hit. Uh, my my business partners' uh, situation changed drastically, and so we had we had some time together to say, hey, we've, we've actually, maybe we're not happy with the current situation, but we've been given some time that we can actually invest into this. Um, so for that, I'm grateful for it. And we've definitely gone through these periods of, hey, you know what? If nobody you know, ever buys any of these things and you know, we can't get anybody interested or, or whatever, we don't know how, um, I'm happy as heck that we built this thing. And it brings me so much joy and makes me feel so much better. And people that I work with and um, some of our other friends who do have one work with, uh, that's great. You know, we, we've made a difference. Um, but the things that keep us going and have, you know, have given us that nudge are, are simple things. Um, they are like, I got a message about two weeks ago. So I have a good friend, uh, Colleen Wall, who has a maverick she's out in upstate new york and she's a fascinating individual like i, I connect you guys because i think you'd enjoy talking with her as well um, she is a professor of movement and she's very knowledgeable well-versed on movements as it relates to shapes and specifically um, other shapes not just the icosahedron but also the icosahedron and when i first connected with her she posted a video. She built one of these things out of wood, wood dowels. And she posted a video of doing, she was doing this, you know, kind of a dance inside of it on Instagram. And I, one of my friends sent it to me. And so I reached out to her. I was like, hey, I, I kind of have one of those things too. It's a little different. But um, anyway, and she uh, kind of flipped out and said, you literally built my dream. Um, can I come visit? And so she did. And we've been really close friends ever since. Um, but so she sends me this message about how spending about 30 minutes inside of this thing every day for, uh, for quite a few months now has completely changed her life in a lot of different ways. Um, not just physically and like how her body's moving, but mentally as well. Um, she's has stories of it changing her confidence, um, how it's changed, uh, curriculum that she's been working with with students. And it's just affected her in so many different ways. Um, she shared a story with, um, how she had her parents come and, you know, get inside of it and climb around. And, and her dad was really timid and uncertain, you know, and then, 20 minutes later, she can't get him out of it. Yeah. Right. And so it brought that kid like, so it's, it's giving people permission, right. To kind of take back their bodies in, in a way. So little stories like that, that we'll hear about and will come up be like, ah, this is, it almost feels like, no, Lucas, this is bigger than, this is bigger than you thought. Right. This is potential for it to be bigger. Right. So it feels like a strong planted seed. Um, that keeps us going. That keeps us going like, all right, we just got to keep fighting. We just got to keep learning. 
my business partner is uh, really big into learning. He's always, he's always telling me about that. Like, let's just keep learning, right? As long as we're learning something, then we can adapt and change and figure out how to talk to people about this, right? And what our direction is and all that, so. Yeah, I, <clears throat> I love that. That's the same thing with me with like speaking. Like uh, I was, I live kind of in the hood where I live. So my barbershop's down the street. I get my hair cut. I'm walking back home and I walk past like a liquor store and there's young people in there. And they're like, hey man, come here. And I'm like, okay, all right. Um, I got I got this little rock on my key. I wrap around my my arm. I don't know what's going on, but I'm. Yeah, yeah. He's like, man, you don't remember me? He's like, uh, you came to the detention center a few years ago, and you know, just had a conversation. I was like, man, stuff like that makes you keep going because sometimes mm-hmm. you're like, man, I ain't getting speaking gigs, or I'm getting turned down, or whatever it may be. You hear a lot of no's, but those yeses that you got impacted people in that. So that's what helps. And I love that you gave a story, walked you through it because that I was sitting here smiling, like, okay. And then you got the 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 parents getting on there. I'm thinking, wonder if my mom would get on there. She probably, I don't know. I got uh, and then she get on, hey mom, come on, get off. Like it's time to go. And yeah. it, it, it looks like it looks fun. And it's and I love that you know you have a reason behind it because sometimes people make it, oh, I got this different machine, it's gonna make us a lot of money. That's oh, not about money. Like you yeah. said, if it didn't go off, okay, we we did something. We can learn from it. We yeah. can learn how to build something. And I love what you said about your business partner. You always got to keep learning. You got to be a student of life. Yeah. Like, you want to succeed. You got to study. Like I study. I watch interviews, all different kinds, because I want to be a better podcaster. I want to be able to pull stuff out of people that maybe other people can. I watch yeah. all the people. And it's like, okay, you cool, nah, you not. And it's just learning from different people. And I learned from you. I'm sitting here as a student because you broke it down to where I could understand it. Like you didn't, you used a couple big words, but it wasn't like, oh, this, this, and I'm like, I'd have been like, okay, buddy, uh, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> it looks fun, but I don't know what you're talking about. But you're able to break it down and make people understand it. Like, oh, this is beneficial. And it's not just health wise because people don't get it when you move your body and you're doing stuff that you're supposed to, your mind gets right. Yeah. It helps everything. If you're, because if you think about it, a person that's 70, they can run a mile and they're athletic, their mind is in a whole different place than somebody else. Yeah. Because it takes a lot to be at a certain age or maybe have a disability or have uh, muscle pain, whatever, and still make sure your body's straight. So I love like what you guys are doing. Like when she, when Sheila showed me that, I was like, Oh yeah, I want to, I want to learn more. And then I was looking at your stuff. I was like, okay, I want to learn more about that because it looks like stuff that I would probably need. Cause I ha- definitely have a uh, pinched nerve and nerve problems in my shoulders and arms. It's like, okay, this might be something to help me. Maybe yeah. regular physical therapy. It's kind of like the internet. Okay. We had the internet. We had to dial up. That ain't really work because yeah. it's because it's, it's over with. Okay. Now, you know, we have technology where if you have a phone, you can run a business. Like yeah. so now it's like, okay, we had training. I don't know how old you are. You look, you're close to my age. When we were kids, it wasn't no personal trainer. If you didn't go out there and work on your game, you just didn't get better. Now, right. Uh, was in second grade with a personal trainer. Like, what the heck? <laughs> right, what is this? Yeah, like, what is it? Like, you don't understand what you have. And it's kind of like your thing. It's like, okay, we got the regular, oh, stretching and all that. But now you got this. 
And it's like, oh, this can change the game for your life, not change the uh, game and then, oh, we're going to make a whole bunch of dollars. It's hearing those stories and people telling you, like, man, you really helped me and building those relationships where maybe a few months, maybe a few years, and they're like, man, you just don't know what, what this machine did to me. Like, yeah. she with the machine with, with you know, regular wood, and you're like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> I got something over here that's a little better than yours. Let's try it out. And right. I, I love that. I, I love it. And I love, like, this is the first episode I think somebody's, like, done some teaching and had the stuff in the background. So I'm sitting here. I'm like, I see this. I'm like, ooh, wonder what he about to do. And it, <laughs> it looks dope. difficult, but it's like, as soon as you get in there and you were doing it, it's like, man, that looks, this looks simple and it's going to help you in the long run. So I, I love this, man. I love what you guys got going and that you guys are Packer fans. I love that too. So you gotta I, love that, right? Yeah, gotta love it. And if anybody on here is listening, if you're a hater, that's your fault. We don't care. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. It's go pack, go it's cheese heads, whatever you want to call it, whatever. But I love this. So um, awesome. give people like three tips that they might not know about how this can help them. Like something like just doing this simple 20 minutes a day, how this can help in their life. You said like three tips you're saying? Yeah, three tips. Like three, yeah. like three tips that if you do this, it can help or yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can, I can run with that. I can run with that. Um, you know, I love, I also just got to point out, Eric, that you mentioned, you know, maybe the first episode with up here and the stuff in the background. And, and that's kind of my personality too. <clears throat> Cause I generally thought about like, what am I going to put in the background? Where do I want to be? You know, cause sometimes when I'm talking on a zoom or whatever, I'm just, just my face and you know, I'm sitting at my desk or whatever, but this is more my style. Like let's get up and move a little. And <clears throat> even sometimes when I have meetings with people like my business partner, for sure. Um, and, and other groups of people, we do movement while we talk and, you know, we'll be around a whiteboard or a notepad or whatever, but we'll keep moving because just a little bit of movement helps your brain work better. Right. And some of that. And so that's one of the tips I have <clears throat> is everybody kind of has this. They understand that if you're feeling stressed, right, you're sitting in the classroom or you're listening to a lecture or you're having a conversation with somebody at work or a relation, just a, you know, your partner and you're stressed out and you know, the feeling of, I just, I just got to go walk, right? I just got to get up. I got to shake it off, like whatever, right? That's an innate reflex of your brain saying, you know, I can work better, function better and think better if you give me a little movement stimulus, right? So it's in there. So just one general tip is, if you have something like this accessible to you and you've been given the permission to every day get in and climb to your ability or your interest with no judgment, all right? And that's really important. No judgment and, and I don't care how, right? That's up to you and whatever you're feeling. So you might just get in here and, you know, and decide to walk around a little bit. Right. And it could change day to day. And no doubt with a little more practice, you'll develop a new skill. You know, you'll you'll think of a new way to move in here. You know, right? You'll you'll climb to the outside and, and start moving around this way or whatever. But 
just adding a few minutes of play, non-judgmental, right? giving you permission to move your body can be incredibly helpful for your mental health. Right? So that little bit. Um, the other you know, big thing we talk a lot about with people in educating, this is a neuro neurology concept, but we don't need to throw out all the big words because not everybody needs to know it at that depth or doesn't want to know it at that depth. Um, so we use the term target training. All right, it's in, in the neural world, it's called external focus, right? Um, it's in all sports, basketball, there's a target, right? The hoop, or you're making a pass to your partner, right, a player. Um, it's in football, you're throwing the ball, you're making a block, you're putting your hands somewhere. You're very specifically moving your body towards a target or away from a target, right? If you're playing defense. So it's in pretty much all sports, right? And so one of the things that we, this so cool about this device is it incorporates target training. So I'm gonna give you a very simple concept, very simple demonstration. Uh, it's one of the things I'll have people do is get in here. I'll say, all right, get a, get a good wide athletic stance. I want you to reach with your right arm towards that letter C right there. And then I want you to start tracing the triangles with your right arm, okay? And so they'll kind of start doing this, and most people get it right away. But I'm just following the poles, like I'm tracing them. And then I'll say, all right, go ahead and explore around. And I want you to see how many triangles you can cover. All right, so now I'm literally mapping the space around me. I'm teaching my body and brain how to move probably for most people already in ways they've never really done before, right? Like back here, right? And like for most people, the only time they've ever rotated and reached back behind is when they were like driving in their car, reaching back, you know, for their, their child or whatever's going on in the back seat, right? And they end up with a, a neck injury or oh, I hurt my shoulder, I hurt my back, right? Because they've never, they've never, well, we use the term mapping. They've never mapped it before. They've never taught the muscles and taught their brain and body how to move in those spaces. All right? So this is all just right arm mapping. And I've done a whole bunch of different motion out of that. Okay? So simple concepts. And what we find with this style of training with target training, giving your brain and your body a very specific intention or reason to move, right? What we find is you get better results. You simply get improvements in flexibility. You get improvements in balance and you get improvements in brain function and cognition um, because <clears throat> it's kind of goal orientated, right? Instead of, you know, just a, uh, I often give the example of you know, you pick a dumbbell up and you're gonna do a shoulder exercise, or like a front raise, you know, and I'll have people do it and like, well, how did you decide how far to go, right? Like, why did you stop here and not here or here, right? And most people are like, I don't know. I just, just stopped wherever I stopped. You know, maybe I felt some tension and I was like, oh, stop. Or because somebody taught me, I saw somebody do it about here. They really have a reason, right? No rhyme or reason. And in sports and in life, when we're really doing movement, like you're playing your sport, there's a very specific target. 
and there's a difference like here and here it can be a difference of a championship or not right um, or in life you're reaching to grab your child right for safety or even just put the milk in the refrigerator there's a very specific you know position or posture right I want to get right to that spot of their arm so I can grab them for into safety or I got to get right up to the shelf with the milk very specific so why don't we train more that way all right, so guiding your body with the lines and having an external focus or target is more specific to sports and life. That accuracy and that specificity, right? Um, I think the, the third tip that I would say is <clears throat> don't limit yourself. Um, I find that a lot of exercise, you know, generally, I come back to my statement of uh, that my mentor said to me is your movement practice should keep you interested in movement practice. Um, like movement should be fun. Um, a lot of people, unfortunately, in, I don't know if it's just this country or other countries, but have been taught in society that as they get older, right? Like, like us and I'm going to be 42 this year, dude, <laughs> I got you. Okay. So <laughs> unfortunately that we've been taught that plays for kids, Right? It's time for you to work. And if it doesn't hurt, right, and you're not like getting punished, it's not exercise. Right. So it's got it's gotta hurt, it's gotta burn, you gotta feel like you got beat down, and, and that's what you have to do to get better. That's the only way. Um, and that kind of leads us to not wanting to do it first off, or grinding and maybe not getting better, maybe getting worse in some way. Right, having their health uh, decline. Um, <clears throat> people get led to hating exercise or hating fitness, um, not interested in movement, right? Um, <clears throat> those types of things. And, and that's just so wrong and backwards is that your exercise, whatever you're doing, should be fun. It's, yes, it should be challenging at times, absolutely. Um, but it should be fun and it should want to keep you going and and I believe our product is not the only product that does that. Definitely not. But I think our product is one of those things that this can be fun and this could keep you going in so many different ways. And there's always a next level, right? So start where you are, uh, but choose an activity that's going to keep you motivated to keep going and keep learning. Now, I, I love those different tips because like you said, it's, sometimes like for me i'm i don't want to feel no pain i don't need to feel the burn none of that now maybe with my abs i do want to have at least a six-pack by 40. <laughs> but other than that like yeah going and coming out and hurting but i understand like just having physical therapy just that little movement sometimes you don't move enough and your body stiffens up and then that's why you have those nerve problems or you sit a certain way and you don't even realize it. Like, I think that's why I got the pinch nerve. Like I sat in my lazy boy chair, we chilling and I went to sit down and I've never felt the pain like this in my life. And I was like, Oh no, what in the world yeah. to do the physical therapy? And I'm like, this hurts. Like, but it was like, because my body was stiff. That's a lot of times when we get like a massage and they working on it's because it's stiff. You ain't moving. You're not doing this. You're not yeah. doing movement in those movements. Like you said, like who told us that we only should go up this far or whatever the case may be. But then you only up, go up this far to lift weights, but you got to put the milk at the top shelf. 
Yeah. Like, but your, <laughs> your body isn't used to going to the top shelf because you only stopped at your chest. And it, it like you broke this down and make so much sense to just, just start some type of movement. Like, yeah. so how can people get the machine or how do they try them? Do they have to come to you or how does that work? Yeah. Uh, I am always, my door is always open for visitors. Like I'd love when people come and just want to experience it and try it out. Uh, so I definitely, you know, I open that up to anybody, even if you want to hop on a plane to come and visit, um, like my good friend Colleen did. Uh, but usually there's, you know, people around this area, Indy's not too far. We can do yeah. a road trip. Yeah. Um, and there, there are, we have a handful of them out around the U S. So if anybody's interested to reach out, um, and I can, if you're close to one, I can connect you to the owners of those machines. Um, right now I suggest going on the maverickgym.com. Right. That's the primary website where you can read a little bit more about it. Uh, watch some videos. Um, you can go through and choose your color. Uh, right now we offer, um, 23 different color options. So, and that, that was big from us from the start too, because, you know, from a manufacturer perspective, um, you know, do it all in one color cause it's cheaper. Right. And that'll be easier for everybody. Like, nope, nope, not at all. Nope. This is, I, I want, if you're going to buy one of these things, I want it to be in your color that excites you, feels good, right? So we want a lot of, a lot of color options. Uh, so go there. Uh, we're also on Instagram, uh, the Maverick Gym on Instagram, and we post a fair amount on there just for giving different video ideas, different ways that you can use it and incorporate it and try to kind of see it in your life and, and in your world in that way. I love it. Yeah, I might have to take a road trip. I've... I've I've been to Wisconsin, to Wisconsin Dells, I think somewhere else. I went to, I've been to Wisconsin Dells. Don't, dude, don't say you've been to Wisconsin Dells. Come on. Okay, okay I'm sorry. <laughs> I forgot. Like, that's like when you, when someone uh, is there and like, okay, that's cool. You went there, but you didn't go to the spots. I like to go to cities. I, I want to like, when I get to a point, I want to visit and go to the, the good food places, not the expensive food places, but the mom and pops. Like I'm yeah. skinny, but I love to eat. So I love to go and try new foods and see how it is and be like, oh, this is, you know. So I definitely might have to make a, a road trip because I haven't got to experience Wisconsin. So I'm not going to say I experienced it by going to the Dells, but, you know, <laughs> that definitely. But I, I like how you have the different colors because, like you said, somebody might, okay, my gym is this color. Dang, they only got that color on. I don't yep. even want it. And now it's like, I'm thinking, like, I would want a red because red is my favorite color. You have it set up. And I love that, that you're able to connect people to yeah. something close to them if it's close or, you know, come visit. I love that. <laughs> you have the, the website and all that will be in the show notes um, when this episode does drop. I love this conversation because you're a cool dude, but you're very educated, boring. Because sometimes you know, people, people teach you stuff or like a PD or stuff like that, especially yeah. if you're a teacher, you get people and they come in and you're like, oh my gosh, okay, I, I can't go to sleep here because this person's right in my face. But you're, <laughs> you're educational and fun. Like, this was good. And I love that you were the first person to have like, stuff and actually show people i love that i like this is an episode people will listen to but it's going to be more that they watch because they can actually see what the machine does and stuff so um i always like to give people their flowers but i need a quote it can't be the quote you already said it could be your own quote 
or it could be a quote from somebody else, but not the one you already said. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Which what, what was the quote I already said? The one uh movement practice. You can't say that one. No, no, can't say that one. Oh, the movement, yeah, yeah. Movement needs to be okay. Yeah, okay. Exactly. I can't say that. So it has to be my own personal quote. Like in life in general, like very inspirational and kind of quote. Mm-hmm. Um okay, here's here's something that I guess I got to dig a little bit. This one pops into my mind. Um, and I was just uh, texting a text conversation with our friend Sheila mm-hmm. about this, right? A lot of people give the advice of sit and wait and be patient, right? Or be still. And I said, I don't think anybody has won a championship sitting and waiting. Yeah. So we could sit here and wait, right? Or you and I could sit here and wait on whatever we want to achieve, right, together individually. But I want to win a championship. And, you know, in, in this specifically, that championship is more stories of, you know, this impacting people's lives. Yeah, I, I love it. Nobody, you, you're right. Like, I think a lot of times some people wait for a miracle. And I just said this on the last one. You have to be your miracle. You have Mm -hmm. to go put out that work. Like I'm doing the podcast. Okay. I could sit here and just do on my computer and no, I want to sit down and talk to people. I want to be at the point where people like, Oh, I'm a fly in or I'm at a place where people can come and I get to talk to these people face to face. So the movement was to get it to find a space. I could, Oh, I looked this space up, but I never call them. I hope they they reach out to me because they see my podcast. No, that doesn't work. That you have to have some. I love that quote. I love yeah. that. So you already told people how to reach you. Um, I definitely have that in the show notes. Uh, any closing words before we get out of here? Um, I don't think so. I I just want to tell you thank you. You know, I really appreciate this. It's it's been a pleasure to get to know you, and and I have questions for you too. I want to get to know you a little more. Um, but I'm just so grateful to have met you and for you giving me this me this opportunity to come and talk, you know, and maybe somebody will hear this. Maybe somebody will be inspired, you know, in yeah. some kind of way. So I appreciate you doing what you're doing. Um, and you've, you've also motivated me to, uh, to grind tomorrow, you know, get back at it. Appreciate it, man. I, I, I just try to be the best version of myself and I appreciate you for being on and reaching out. And like, this is a dope conversation. People don't realize uh, 90% of the people that I've had on, I've talked to them, soon as we got on here or we've talked maybe once before and everybody that I have on the show are, are dope individuals. They do good work. They're successful underdogs. Like you could have gave up when you were in, uh, in the garage. I'm like, oh, I'm good. I'm going to yeah. just keep business. But then you didn't. So I love that. And you don't have any closing words. I don't really, I don't have a quote or anything, but peace, one love. Yeah. Peace, man. <laughs>